mighty fancy automobile. Oh, she's a real road king, all right. Zero to 60 in 7.5. She'll do a quarter of a mile, 13.40. 390 horsepower. 500 foot-pounds of torque. Whatever that is, performance and image, that's what it's all about. There's no such thing as a stupid question. This is Drive Radio. All of your automotive questions are just one phone call away. 303-477-5600. Drive Radio is made possible by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. To find one near you, go to drive-radio.com. Now, Drive Radio on KLZ 560. All right, Drive Radio KLZ 560, and I appreciate all of you joining us today very much, by the way. Uh, phones are full. As soon as somebody drops off, give us a call. We'll get you right on air, 303-477-5600. This is Hour 3. Myself, Jeff Corwin, JC's British and 4x4 over in Inglewood with me today as well. And by the way, all of our sponsors, you can find all of them at drive-radio.com, and our producer, web designer, all that is with us today from Minnesota, so thanks for... Flying yeah, down. Thanks. I'm getting some sunshine. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. So appreciate it very, very much. And uh, Anne's doing all that on the backside. We will also have a new website up and running probably within a week. So be be sure to check that out as well. Mike in Highlands Ranch, you are next. Hi, John. Good show today. Thank you, Mike. Um, I just just wanted to make a quick comment on extended warranties because I know that it's one of your um, um, subjects and mine too, folks. Uh, need to be reminded that that if if you buy a new car and you buy the extended warranty when you bought it, you're now double covered, and and that that warranty is ticking over the top of the factory's regular warranty. True. True. It's just it's ridiculous. Most manufacturers will allow you to come in. Actually, all of them that I know, if you want to have one, you can go in the day before your old one expires, either mileage or time, and buy one. You can. But Very the true. Moment that, the, the moment that you sit there and sign that contract for an extended warranty, uh, it's it's ticking. Um, so it's the first three, the first part of the warranty that's covered by the manufacturer, the extended is doing you no good during that time. You are 100% correct, Mike. And the reality today is a lot of people don't keep a car more than four or five years max, which means if they buy any kind of a service contract, they may be getting a year or so out of that when it's all said and done. And you are 100% correct. I was just I would just bring it up to, to uh, when you do get into that, just to remind folks that guess what happens here with yep. this. No, you're hey, right. Thank you very much. Thank all you, Mike. Right, no, you care. added some great some great uh, insight to that as well. Yeah, for all of you listening, you already know I'm just not a huge fan. And if you're going to do anything at all because you feel like you need to, then buy the original equipment manufacturer's warranty. Ron and Brighton, you're next. Yeah, hello. Hello, Ron. Yes, sir. Um, I have a 2016 Ford Edge with uh, 45,000 miles on it. 40. Uh, my wife came home. She drove it to Denver and back, and she came, comes into the house, and it's smelling like propane. So the PTU froze up or is burned up in it. So I took it to Ford, and naturally they did replace it. Uh, it's an all-wheel drive version. And my question is, uh, I didn't buy the extended warranty. How uh, prevalent is this on the edges, or I guess even the Lincoln versions of them? 
on the PTU firing up. The, the thing has three shafts in it with gears, and I got on the Internet and looked at it, the ones that have failed, and the bearings can fail, and as you're driving down the road, it can seize up on you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't hold a lot of gear loop. It's like a high-temperature synthetic, uh, kind of like a gear loop they put in it. Uh, I don't know if that's just going to be a town car or what with it, you know. <laughs> Well, and and they have had some issues with those, and as far as I know, uh, I'd have to look, and Jeff could maybe advise on this as well, but I believe there's a recall on those. Did they fix that for free, Ron? Yes. Okay, yeah, I think there's a recall on those. That's probably why they fixed it for free. Yes, and and see, I'm sitting there with 44,000 miles on it, or 45, and and I don't know if I should buy the extended warranty through Ford. I tend to keep my cars at longer time at 45,000 miles you know I got tons of miles in that vehicle left but now I'm wondering what to do with it you know uh, there there is people that they can drain it kind of and suck out the the grease just turns totally black and it's like yeah I, th- I would say that you what you just said you need to be doing more often even if it's a suck and fill which you know as long as there's a hole to put fluid in you can get the fluid back yeah. out through vacuum so there's a way to actually do that and i would be doing that more probably in your case annually yeah it's always well, uh, the the power takeoff units and the um, um i forget some of the other terminologies that power are, are used unit. power transfer units and um you know, PTU, it's PTO, yeah, yeah. Right. Yes. but yeah, they they're they're very typically small with very limited amounts of fluid, and they're not listed typically on a on a service interval. Um, uh-huh. But but yet they definitely need to be serviced, and it's a it's definitely detriment that yeah. the manufacturers haven't suggested that to you know to maintain your vehicle that way. Well, and I've gotten on some websites and seen guys have them on the bench where they take off the side plate cover and uh it's just black soot yep. you know uh yeah and people are there some guys has told me you know to try to service it every fifteen thousand miles i do it every year know. i mean yeah and if you're driving 15 then again what i just said would would apply annually whether that's twelve thousand, fifteen thousand, wherever you're at in that but i would try i would be changing it annually yeah just, just to keep, and, and i don't know if i should buy the ford extended warranty on that well, and that's your call. I mean, I, I would I would think that if you service it on an annual basis, you're probably not going to have a huge issue. But true, if true. you did, it's an expense. Here's how you have to weigh it out: is what could you buy a you know an aftermarket PTU unit for and have that installed versus what's the factory going to charge you for a warranty? Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't buy yeah. a service contract yeah. in this case either. Yeah, well, because a service contract, they'll they'll find some way typically to say, well, you didn't maintain. You didn't service it. it. <laughs> So you're going to be doing the well, service anyways. So well, actually, Ford that was supposed to be un, not not even be able to have to be serviced, you know. Correct. <laughs> so I'm kind of yeah, it's a beautiful, nice vehicle, but what can you do? I guess I'll just try to serve or have somebody service it. And again, it, it is serviceable. I mean, you know, if that's something that guys even at you know JCs would be more than happy to. You need somebody that understands a four-wheel drive, how to suck the fluid out, put new fluid in, and given the fact we're not uh-huh. getting everything out, that's why you would need to do it annually. Yeah. Yeah. Have you heard of anybody? Any other vehicles having it, like Chevys or the Chryslers? I have not. No. Okay. Okay. Well, no, but I will tell you this: you anybody do. that's got some of those smaller transfer type units, I don't care what vehicle it is, I would be servicing them more than. 
most of the dealers and the manufacturers would say don't service them at all. I, I would yeah. not take that approach. Yeah, we had some issues with the uh, the LR2s and the Volvo version of the LR2 with their, um, I'm drawing a mind blank on what they called their unit at the back of the vehicle, but it was right bef- right in front of the rear diff, and they had issues kind of wearing out and causing some issues. Well, and, and what I've seen on the Internet is that it's right next to the catalytic converter. So they get There's hot. Any air. Yep. Yeah, there's any air can't get up into it to really, you know, cool it down, and it's just what it is, you know. Well, and again, I'm guessing that's why there, in fact, is a recall, because it is a safety issue if that thing locks up. I I would have to look up specifically how long that recall lasts. Uh, Ron, because they'll be, it'll explain it. You can go in there and look and see what the recall says. And again, because of that, you may not need the service, you know, an extended warranty, not not service contract, but an extended warranty. Okay, I see. Okay, well, okay, guys, thanks so much for the answer. So, so double check all that, Ron. And if once you decide, get back to us, let us know what you do on that. I'd love to know. Don in Monument. Go ahead, Don, or Dan, sorry, Dan, Dan, welcome. Yes, uh, I just wanted to give you a heads up. I had uh, Novus here in Colorado Spring come by the house to replace the glass. It was Bill and uh, mm-hmm. Ricky. Right. Outstanding. I Good. Mean, it, it's the best I've ever seen. I Good. Mean, very professional guys. Uh, I put them in the garage here and because uh, the weather was really bad. And uh, you couldn't even tell anybody had been there. I mean, it was it was that whistle clean. So. Great guys, and we will use them. I got another vehicle that's going to be done here in about a month. Okay, so per- appreciate uh, that. The other, the other question I've got is picking up a 2021 Lexus GX 460, and is that direct inje- injection? Do you know? Uh, I guess you know what I got to look. I don't remember. I believe it is. Okay, and if it is, what was the recommendation? I've been using 44K, but there was another. Every oil change and then use the uh, the uh, EPR, every oil change as well. EPR, okay, all right. If Very it's good. not That's direct right. injection, I will be shocked, to be honest with you. Yeah. Okay. Because in today's world, almost every engine is, and I'm looking, and uh, that one says it is, yes. It is, okay. I've been using, like, the 44K for the fuel and then the MOA on mm-hmm. every oil change. How do you use the EPR? EPR is done prior to draining the oil. Okay. Um, it's basically a solvent setup that's designed for a short-term period of use where you, you add it into your oil, you run the vehicle basically up to temperature. Um, instructions on the can, I don't remember off the top of my head. Yep. But, and then immediately after is when you're doing your drain, and, uh, your drain and your oil change and then replacing your oil and adding the MOA. Yeah, okay. Very good. Thank yeah, you. And, 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 and I did double-check, Dan. Yes, in fact, it is a direct injection, so there you go. It is. Yes. Okay. All right. Okay. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Dan. Appreciate it. Paul and Loveland, hang tight. We'll come right back to you. we got a line open, 303-477-5600, 303-477-5600. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. At Napa Auto Parts, we've been the most trusted name in auto parts for over 80 years. Probably because we've never stopped looking for ways to make the great parts we sell even better. It's a commitment to quality you'll find in every one of our 310,000 parts. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters, to the patented damping mechanism on our drive-align belt tensioners, to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes... And Napa parts are covered by a warranty that's good at any of our 6,000 Napa auto parts stores nationwide. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store, but at Napa... 
we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. To find the Napa Auto Parts store nearest you, go to NapaOnline.com. Napa, get the good stuff. With over 125 locations in Colorado, southern Wyoming, and western Nebraska, there's only one place to get the good stuff. Napa Auto Parts. Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance offers a rebate program unlike any other. Every year that you don't file a claim, you get a certain percentage of your money back. Just one example of how Paul Lewinberger, the personal insurance agent of John Rush, keeps your rates so low. He rewards his customers for their diligence and responsibility. Paul can also help you strategize about when to file a claim and when to pay out of pocket so you save more money in the long run. You don't want to shop online for insurance because you have no idea what you're buying. You need Paul Lewinberger with American National, the no surprises insurance agent. Call 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. And ask Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance for details about his unique rebate program for home and auto insurance. Talk to somebody with the expertise to advise you so you get the coverage you expect. If your engine doesn't leak oil, but you have to add to it between oil changes, where does the oil go? The problem occurs when piston rings clog with carbon and then allow oil to blow by the pistons and burn in combustion chambers. The best service shops use a BG product that cleans the engine in just 15 minutes. Find a shop with BG products at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. It will protect your engine and your pocketbook. Find a shop now. Go to findashop.com. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. We hit a hot button, I think, today with the extended warranty service contract topic. Uh, Bob sent me a link. Also, there's a FTC guideline, actually, from the government, the federal government, which, by the way, I read through it quickly during the break. Pretty much everything we've been talking about today is on there. So uh, we'll put all those links, by the way, and everything we're talking about today will eventually be on the website. But for now, they will be on the Facebook page as well. You can check all of that out there. Thank you all for sending us those additional things that we can put up for uh, really to verify a lot of what we've been talking about today, Jeff and I. So I appreciate that very much. Paul and Loveland, you're next. Uh, Good morning, guys. How are you doing, Um, Paul? I guess I'm doing good. I guess it's actually afternoon. (laughs) Uh, Yes, it is. It is now. Yes. Uh, a question. Uh, I've got a 2014 Chevy Equinox. Okay. Uh, it's my wife's car. She really enjoys it. And we're just about at the 50,000-mile mark. Okay. The, the dealer has suggested uh, two services, and that would be a tranny flush and a coolant system flush. And I'm actually kind of impressed because they do use BG products when they do it. Yep. My question is, what other services at this mile point should I be considering besides those two? Is that a front wheel or all-wheel drive? It's an all-wheel drive. I would be servicing your, your rear transaxle in that as well as the, you know, they're going to do the transmission at the same time I would do the rear as well. Okay. Anything else? You know, at 50K, uh, no, that's probably about it at this point. And by the way, the dealer doesn't have to do that. You you know you could use any one of our facilities as well. Uh, up in Loveland, we don't have anybody super close, but uh, yeah, you don't have to do the dealer unless you want to, unless it's more convenient. Right, and uh, that's always been my my problem is that uh, there is nobody. Here no, I don't have anybody in Loveland. I would love to have somebody up there, you know, join our ranks, yeah. but I I just don't have anybody, Paul. I wish I did. Okay, yeah, that'd be great. Uh, one other question, if I can. Sure, go right ahead. 
It's the age-old uh, gasoline octane. Okay. Uh, my wife and I are new owners of a used RV, and it's got the uh, the big Ford engine in it. The big four. Uh, is it a four sixty or the V ten? Uh, it's the V ten. Okay. And the owner's manual is pretty specific about using eighty seven octane, and they're even specific saying uh, even at high altitudes. Okay. And I'm just wondering, does that big engine uh, fall under a little different uh, guidelines? I know we've talked previously that in Colorado, 85 is fine, but uh, I'm just curious if that bigger engine makes a, a difference. Well, I in the V10, uh, that particular configuration, you will gain performance, and I believe it will perform better, and I believe that's why they're saying that if you run the higher octane in that vehicle. So I would if I were you, yes. Okay. All right. Just well, knowing how the V10s stuff. work, and, and you know, you know, get the wallet out because they're you know they're gas hogs, as you know. But you're only driving it a certain amount of time in the year, and you probably bought it at a decent price. So there you go. Who cares? Yep. There we go. So. All right, Jen. All, All right, right Paul. Thanks day. so much. I appreciate the phone call. Uh, Patrick in Fort Collins, you're next. Yes, I have a 460 uh, Ford in a uh, F350. Econoliner, and they took the uh, van off the back of them, put on a box, so it's a box truck. Got it. And dream of the air filter, there's only two square inches of um, tubes that uh, suck the air in. Mm -hmm. I wonder if I take a 3D printer and expand that up to about 8 or 10 square inches. Is that going to affect that 460? Yeah, make it run better, sure. That's what that basically what a cold air intake on those, which... In those, there wasn't a lot of those made because of what you're talking about. If you can do it yourself and do so, sure, not hurting anything. In our okay, in our good. altitude, Patrick, anything we can do to get more air helps. Well, that's what I thought, and I was just stunned when I looked at this thing. I bought it used, but uh, oh, they're pretty tiny. No, you you are correct. There's not. They've got things necked way down on those. Yeah, I'm going to open that up. Yeah, no, you're not hurting anything doing that. Not at all. Okay, good. Thank you. You bet. No, you know, Patrick, that's a great question. And, yeah, we are, uh, Jeff would know this, we, at our altitude, anything we can do to push more air in, that's why we have turbos and superchargers and oh, yeah. cold air intakes and whatever we can possibly do at our elevation to pump more air in. Yep. You know, the engine is a big vacuum pump. More air in, more air out means we make more power. Pretty simplistic, folks. Yeah, you got a fuel tube, but anyways. <laughs> Pam is next. What's going on, Pam? Um, yes, I... You know, I'm starting to purchase, have my kids, they're purchasing their own cars. You know, Perfect. Like, Great. Good for you, by the way. And what I'm trying to do is educate myself because, unfortunately, I'm the person who has to go find the cars. Okay. <laughs> so I wondered if you had any recommendations of books to read to educate myself further to, like, just do, to understand things better. Well, funny you ask. Anne's listening because Anne wants me to write a book because of all the things that we do here on a regular basis. She would love us to write a book and actually give all the information we talk about on drive rate on a regular basis. So we're going to work on that. Unfortunately, that doesn't exist today, Pam. We're always here to advise. As far as where to send you to buy a book, there are a lot of different, and I've even interviewed folks, Pam, in the past. There's a lot of folks out there that have written books along these lines. But I will be the first to tell you that there's not very many true car guys that have written books when it comes to this. There's a lot of writers that have written books along these lines based upon their own experiences, 
but not a lot that actually are true car guys that have written books. So I'm not knocking some of these guys. It's just most car guys are busy doing what we do, and they don't stop and write books. So while there's some books out there that may help you, I don't know of any off the top of my head that are just go-to solid that I would say go buy this book. Do you have one, Jeff? Uh, I have one. I don't know it off the top of my head, but I met a, f- a female shop owner through a uh, training company a number of years ago, and she did write a book from a female shop owner, you know, so okay. she knows cars, knows the market, all that kind of stuff. I'll do some research. I'll get you the information, Perfect. John. Thank you. And you can get it up on the Facebook page or wherever you want to share it. What, I mean, Pam, because we can help you a little bit even right now as we're talking. What are some of the specific things you would, you know, you want to start with or you want to know? So I got my one daughter, I got her a Prius, a 2005 Prius from like Mile High Hybrid, and okay. that's been great. I found this other uh, Lexus 350, you know, kind of over in the hood a little bit. Okay. <laughs> and I, we got it for 3500 We put another $2,000 in it. Okay. And the transmission, like, I just sort of started understanding, like, if you don't have the tires all right on an yep. all-wheel drive. They have to be matched. The, yes. The transmission can go by bad. Why is that exactly? Well, because uh, when a vehicle, this we'll, we'll, t- we'll use this for everybody listening because not everybody even knows this. So great question, by the way, Pam. The reason why all vehicles, I don't care what they are, have what we call differentials, whether that be side-to-side or front-to-back, is because as a vehicle goes around a corner, every wheel is traveling a different length. Think about that. It's like a track. So when you're running track, you you have runners that are on the inside. Everybody's staggered because as you run around the track, we want them to all run the same distance. If they all started at the same place and ended at the same place, the people on the outside of the ring run farther, right? Right. The same thing is happening with your vehicle when you turn a corner. The outside wheels are traveling farther than the inside wheels. The front may be traveling farther than even the back outside wheel just because of the way we turn a corner. So we have to have the ability with the tires and, and you know the axles, I should say, the, the powertrain, to differentiate between that distance. That's why they're called differentials because we're differentiating between that distance from the inside to the outside wheel when making a left-hand turn or a right-hand turn or whatever we have going on. The same is true front to back. So now think about if we have all of that going on and we add different size tires to the mix, we're now just compounding that problem. So now when you're going in a straight line, all of those inner workings are doing more work because they're doing it in a straight line, not just around a corner. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. That's why in, on all-wheel drive vehicles, we have to have the same size tires all the way around. Well, maybe I will be going and getting my son some new tires because I know when I bought that, they're like, well, the back differential is leaking, but we'll just keep topping it off. And I'm like, okay. And so maybe the, I need to invest in some tires. You may, because what happens, and the reason why we can even develop leaks and things along those lines with mismatched tires is because things run hotter. All of those components I just mentioned, now instead of working around a corner, they're working all the time, which generates friction, heat, and so on. Okay. Make sense? Okay, that helps me a lot. That really helps me a lot, because I was like kind of learning about suspension alignment and whatever, because I don't know anything. No, it's, these are great questions, by the way. These are questions... By the way, Pam, that everybody, including a lot of men, have. So just because, you know, your you're mom and you're trying to help out everybody doesn't mean that there's other people out there not in the same situation. These are great questions. 
Thank you. Thanks. Yeah, I'd love to. And if you guys put up any books up there, we will. That you guys suggest, we will. I, and if you ever have a question, Pam, directly, send me an email, text message, whatever. I'll answer it. I have no problem helping you. That's what we're here for. Thank you. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you, Pam. Right. Appreciate it very much. Best of luck. And you know what? Hats off to her for doing that. Yep. That's how you teach your kids. You know what we need to do? We need to put together some uh, car care council classes and stuff like that at the shop. Yeah, just have people over. Yep. Great idea. Yep. And you can then you can show it. Yeah. By the way, the best way to check tires for everybody listening, I know there's all sorts of gimmicky things with chalk on the tires and driving and so on, but if you can jack the tire up and use a seamstress tape and actually measure the tire, it's the best way to know how, how much difference you have from tire to tire. It is the best way. And the seamstress tape, because it's flexible, gives you an exact measurement of what each tire is. Now, on four-wheel drive, all-wheel drives, you really don't want those tires' total circumference being much more than about a half-inch total off. If you're, if you're that, you're at the max, really we want to be about a quarter-inch off is all, all the way around. You start getting above that, we start having issues. So, All right, John, Mark, hang tight. We'll come right back. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Can you believe how low rates are staying? Still in the twos. Back in the 40s and the 50s, rates were in the 5 to 6% range. How much longer are you going to wait? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Your home has never been worth more. Take AIM to get that lower rate or shorten your term. Lower your payment and pay thousands less in interest. It's your money. Call 720-895-0500 now. Affordable Interest Mortgage. Locally owned and family operated since 2001. Are you ready for the future financially? Many of our clients have the ability to access their equity for 30 years without raising their payments now. This prepares them for those speed bumps of life. Ask how you can become mortgage safe too. Take AIM, 720-895-0500, where our reputation of putting you first and listening to you is unmatched in Colorado. Call 720-895-0500 now so you can focus on what's important, family. Regulated by DOOR, NMLS 298-191, equal credit lender. At Napa Auto Parts, we've been the most trusted name in auto parts for over 80 years. Probably because we've never stopped looking for ways to make the great parts we sell even better. It's a commitment to quality you'll find in every one of our 310,000 parts. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to the patented damping mechanism on our driveline belt tensioners to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes. And Napa parts are covered by a warranty that's good at any of our 6,000 Napa auto parts stores nationwide. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store. But at Napa, we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. To find the Napa auto parts store nearest you, go to NapaOnline.com. Napa, get the good stuff. With over 125 locations in Colorado, southern Wyoming, and western Nebraska, there's only one place to get the good stuff. Napa Auto Parts. JC's 4x4 has been Denver's premier Land Rover independent service facility since 2005. With all of today's latest off-road technology, JC's British and 4x4 is a Land Rover specialty shop. Not only do they service, but they will also outfit and restore your vehicle. The dedicated staff and attention to detail make JC's British your one-stop shop for your Land Rover or 4x4 adventures. JC's British and 4x4 is committed to quality and excellence, whether taking your kids to school or hitting the back roads for adventure. No matter what road 
Rover you own from the newest Discovery and Range Rover to an older Defender or Series truck, we can help you maintain, repair, or modify your vehicle. When you're tired of paying dealer prices and only given limited options, call JC's British and 4x4 to service and customize your Land Rover or 4x4. Call JC's British and 4x4 right now at 720-586-4756. That's 720-586-4756. Or go to jcbritish.com. Your next oil change could change the life of your vehicle forever. If you think that's a tall order, maybe you've been getting the wrong oil change. A BG Performance Oil Change BG. comes with a lifetime of engine and fuel system coverage and something else, peace of mind. Where do you find it? Find a shop in your neighborhood at BGFindAShop.com. That's BGFindAShop.com. Because an oil change that offers a lifetime of peace of mind is a change worth making. BG. All right, we're talking, by the way, what's the best first cars to buy for young drivers. We'll get into that here, maybe throughout this show, if not in one of our future shows, because there's a lot to talk about there. And by the way, it's not all based upon what some of the insurance companies say with crash results and so on. I look at things more of visibility, how durable is the vehicle, how high does it sit up, because the higher it sits up, the better they can see as a new driver. There's lots of other factors nope. that come into play, not just how well does it do in a crash. That's my opinion, by the way. John and Littleton, you're next. Hi, John. Just, we... uh, first of all, I wanted to send out prayers for your family. And Thank your, you. I, I really here. appreciate that. Thank you, John. Hey, also, uh, so I have a 2005 Honda Odyssey minivan. Okay. Uh, picked it up recently and went to do its first oil change since I've had it and find that it's got some kind of crazy uh, oil plug in it that looks like it's mm. hand-tightened. Yeah, somebody, somebody, must, somebody messed one up and put that in is what they did. So tell me what I can do. I know I can buy different size, oversized oil plugs. I assume they strip the threads is probably what happened, I guess, right? Probably. Uh, most yeah. likely. That happens, yes. So how do I start? Because that, Will that thing come out, or do I got to cut It depends on what it is. I mean, some of those are rubber. Some of those are, are a, uh, a re-thread, if you would. It, just, it depends on what's there now, it, John. It looks, like it's a, it looks like it's kind of a... Like for when you're fixing your wall and you put a one of those things with like a butterfly on the end of it. Oh. Okay, with a, with like a with like a rubber seal. Yep. Yeah, we got to get rid of that. That's not gonna fly. Yeah. So <laughs> Sorry, that's not my favorite pan fix. That one's got to go bye bye. Yeah. So all right. Now so there are better. There are better in, in Napa Kirisies, by the way. There are better oil pan. Uh, you know, stripped oil plug fixes besides what they're using there. Um, first things first, you got to get what's there out. Let the oil drain. Okay. Really get a chance with some, you know, some brake clean and, you know, clean the threads and really look to see what do you have going on and then determine what the fix is. Because, you know, chances are somebody stripped it at some fast loop place or at home or wherever, and then they found whatever the easiest, quickest fix was. They stuck it in there and off they went. It may not even be as bad as you're thinking. You just have to get it out and look at it first. Okay. You really don't know until you do. So what are the options then? If it, oh, man. Let's say it, it, is bad. Depend, it depends on how bad it is. If it's really bad and you can't even put one of the aftermarket, you know, real solid fixes in it, you're going to put an oil pan on it. Oh, okay. Unfortunately. Right, 
So you'll look and see how bad the threads are. and Yeah, again, until we even other... decide what are you going to fix it with, because there's lots of fixes. You can go on Amazon, Napa, wherever, and you'll find, I'm not exaggerating, John, a dozen different types of fixes, everything from creating your own threads, and then that product stays in, and there's another little piece that would thread into that piece. I mean, there's numerous ways to do this, but you won't know how bad it is until you get what you've had in there now out. Gotcha. Okay. Well, Does that I make sense? There and then, yep. I'll start there, and then I guess I'll do some Googling. And now, and by the way, Napa has a lot of these, and typically speaking, most of what they carry is going to be pretty solid repairs if if that's doable. Yep. Gotcha. And again, you will not know till you get that out. And again, it may not even be that messed up. But somebody may have just had a problem getting the other one in. Instead of fighting it, they just grabbed one of those off of who knows. I mean, all these quick loop places, by the way, have those kicking around because those things happen so they just go shove that in us in the car out the door wow and am i picking on you know some of these places yeah because in a lot of cases they've got the bottom of the barrel technicians doing oil changes and do i have a problem with that on today's world yes i do yes i'm being yeah, i'm I being frank folks yes i do would i ever take my car to a quick loop never 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 I would go to Walmart and buy, you know, if I was on the road and had to do something, I would go to Walmart and buy the drain it into the box, throw it in the dumpster, you know, oil change kit and do it myself before I'd ever go to a quick lube. <laughs> you guys are laughing, but I'm serious. <laughs> I would. Well, and no, you I know why? Because I've been in this industry so long and I've seen so many issues with those guys that have done things. And I know also on top of that, the quality of the crappy oil filter they're using that doesn't cost more than about 90 cents, that's going into bypass in about 1,000 miles. I would never, ever, ever go to a quick lube in my entire life. Would, I, would you, Jeff? You know, honestly, I don't know. I mean, I know the stories and everything. I've never been through a quick lube in my life. Even when I was a first-time driver, it was I learned how to do my services myself. That's just, you know, I work with my well, hands. If everybody listening, let me ask a really quick question. How do you think they do oil changes for the lesser price of going someplace else? You know, Honest only question. Way, only way to do it. Only way is to cut corners, right? You yep. cut it in labor. You Because their overhead, by the way, the, trust me, these places and where they're positioned – they're not cheaper to operate as far as the land, the building, and the rent is. They're cutting corners in the quality of the filter. Filters, plural. They're cutting corners in the labor side. Okay? And they're also going to try to upsell you everything they possibly can and make sure they get the highest ticket price they can before you leave. Whether you need it or not, by the way. That's how they do it, John. I agree. Again, telling everybody this, because I know it's not just you, but most likely that's where that... I'm being honest. That's most likely where that problem came from. Yeah, he might be lucky enough that they lost the the drain plug yeah, and then they just too. stuck yeah. a rubber one in Good, there yeah, and his yeah. threads are fine. Great idea. Yeah, Jeff, you, what he just <laughs> said, John, is exactly right. It could be that they lost it, didn't have the right one even put back in, so they just stuck that in there. Uh, let's hope that's the case. Uh, and right. by the way, that could very shot. well be the possibility. I, I never thought about that. That happens too. Keep in mind, those guys work over a pit. If that thing falls down in the pit and the guy doesn't want to take the time to go look around in the pit as to where it went, they go grab something and stick it in there. <laughs> well, I'll pray that's the story. I'm, I, guys, I, we're all laughing, but I, I, I'm not out of the – and if you're a quick loop guy, I'm sorry, but you, you know these stories because you work there. <laughs> they, they have bigger ones to share. Yes, they do. <laughs> I mean, John, I can tell you back in the day, and, and there's other repair shops out there that could that could really testify to what I'm talking about right now. Why do you think a lot of a lot of um, repair shops do engines for quick lubes under insurance? 
And it happens every day. There's one. There's more than one in this country happening as I speak right now because of what we're talking it. about, if not a hundred. The car that left with no oil. Yes, yes. <laughs> so there you go. I was told early on it was um, one of the training classes I was in. It was like, um, do a Google satellite photo of like a quick lube, and you look at their exit, uh, their exit. Uh, uh, the bay marks on the or ground, whatever. You mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Look at the pavement. <laughs> yep. Yes. Yeah. I, Actually, it was probably you, John. <laughs> it, it, it's. Thank you. Anyways, John, there you go. Let us know how it comes out. All right, guys. I'll send you notes. Thank All right, man. Appreciate it very much. Mark is up next. Mark, welcome. How are you, sir? Absolutely tremendous prayers for you and your family. Thank you, Mark. I appreciate that. And the differential ex- uh, explanation was the best I ever heard. Thank you. I never, I never understood that, and now I totally do. Thank you. You're very welcome. So I bought a car in September, and it came with a uh, leisure battery. It's a Volkswagen bus. Um, uh, a 2001 Euro van. Okay. It came with a uh, deep cycle marine battery that I haven't put in yet. So it was sitting in the garage since September. Okay. So three questions. Can it be installed on its side? It's sealed. Yes. Okay, good, because the wires wouldn't reach if I didn't. Can I just test it and see how much it's it's putting out to see if I can just throw it back into the car and sure. let it charge through the system sure yes you can what should it, what should it show what what it should be at before i need to throw it on a trickle or something 11 and a half volts if it's under that you're going to have to charge it and okay. that will take and a different type question. of charger than you normally would put on it by the way okay. what, what brand of battery is that by the way mark you know i don't know it it, it, it came from go westy so it's you know volkswagen approved or something i don't know but there's okay. just, just just no there's no nothing on it at all. Just a black cube with a couple uh, M8 terminals on it. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, you're right. I don't. I don't know either. I can't tell it back. I, I don't know either. But that will. That is yeah. the type of battery where you you will have to use a specific charger to charge it if need be. Beside, you know, beyond a trickle okay. charger. Okay. And then, do you happen to know if that 2001 Eurovan came with an isolator? You'll have to add My one, I'm sure. I doubt that it is. I, you'll have to look. You'll know if it has one. Just look look through the wiring from one battery, you know, from that battery, trace it and see. You'll know if it does. Uh, and I can't, I don't know. I don't know that, I don't know that vehicle well sure. enough to tell you whether it would have had one or not. Fair enough. You guys have a great day. You do the same, Mark. I appreciate it. But trace it out. If need be, take some pictures and send to us, and I can help you that way if we have to. Terry Carr Springs, you're up before our break. What's going on? Is that me? Yes, Terry, you're up. Oh, okay, you broke up. I couldn't hear No, you. you're fine. Go right okay, ahead. Um, hey, I have a 92 Taurus FHO okay. that um, I know Jay Leno had some success with an FHO engine, um, and I wanted to um, um, sell it. I don't know where to start as far as advertising it, or I wondered if some of your listeners might have a, a call for something like that. And it's a, I assume it's a complete car? It's a complete car, and it um, uh, needs a transmission. It has um, the engine, which I think is um, been, it, the front half of the engine is new, and um, there you go. Okay. Uh, some, I mean, best thing to do on that, is I've got all sorts of connections. Send me a picture. You can do that through the, through email, just john at drive-radio.com. Send me some pictures. 
Let me see what I can do. Okay. The downside to that one's going to be the transmission issue because anybody buying it knows they're going to spend, you know, four to five thousand putting a transmission in it. Oh. oh, well, I just assumed that they wouldn't want the car. They would only want the engine out of it. Oh, mm. might be some builders yeah, out there. Yeah, you'd don't be know. surprised, maybe. Um, I, if, if you can keep the car intact, it's always worth more. Mm-hmm. It, what else? Is there anything else wrong with the car? What's the condition of the paint, interior, and such like? Uh, the interior is beautiful, I think. Of course, it's a 92 and it's aged. Um, but I think the interior is beautiful. For me, it's always been a wonderful car. Um, it has had an accident wherein the the bottom of it was um, probably pushed against the transmission. Okay. And the uh, there's no external damage to it. Uh, I don't know what else to tell you. No, that no, that's a good description. Again, send me some pictures. Let me see what I can do. You're correct in that you know somebody may just want it for the engine. Somebody may want to go ahead and put a transmission and do the whole thing. It'll have to be somebody willing to do some work on their own because that car, even probably totally nice, pristine, and good, is probably a five to six thousand dollar car. So by the time you subtract off what a transmission costs you, you're you're almost what the car's worth. So I'll have to just look at that with you and see what we can do. Okay. Okay. I would appreciate it. I, I can do send that. Send me, send me pictures. I appreciate it, Terry. Thank you John. very much. See if I can help you with that. Bob and Centennial, hang tight. We'll come right back. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. At Napa, we're always trying to make the great parts we sell even better. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes. And every Napa part is covered by a warranty good at any of our 6,000 Napa auto parts stores. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store, but we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. Go to NapaOnline.com for a location nearest you. Napa, get the good stuff. You listen to Drive Radio because you have a lot of questions about your car. You have questions about what kind of oil to use, what the best tires are, where to get the best parts. But have you ever asked what will happen to your car after you die? Did you know that if you don't have a will that specifically states what will happen, a probate judge will order your family to split your car evenly? And because you can't cut up a car into pieces, your family will be forced to sell it and just split the money. According to Michael Bailey, the mobile estate planner, it is estimated that two out of three people don't have a proper will in place. And oftentimes, things like your favorite classic car are accidentally forgotten completely. Michael understands that the only way to be absolutely certain that all of your final wishes will be honored is to take a small amount of time to talk about it. 720-394-6887. 720-394-6887. Call Michael Bailey, the mobile estate planner, right now to set up a free consultation and make absolutely sure that you don't leave anything to chance. Few things are life-changing. Your wedding day, the birth of a child, an oil change. Wait, what? Yes, an oil change can change your life if it comes with a peace of mind that if your engine, including the fuel system, fails, you're covered for life. The BG Performance Oil Change comes with free lifetime protection for your engine and fuel system. Find a shop near you at BGFindAShop.com. That's BGFindAShop.com. BG. John Rush personally uses Novus Auto Glass to maintain his fleet of company trucks. 
all of his trucks tend to be in the same place at the same time on Friday mornings. So every Friday morning without fail, John's local Movis guy comes by to check all of the windshields on his company fleet. That's at least 50 different windshields. On the spot, any new little chip or crack gets immediately repaired. Since John self-insures his glass repair and replacement, Novus offers him a discounted cash price. Even more importantly, John saves a lot of money in the long run by repairing those chips and cracks immediately instead of waiting to replace all of those windshields down the road. He'd much rather pay $40 or $50 per vehicle for regular repairs than pay hundreds or even thousands of dollars to replace each of those windshields. Take care of your company vehicles. Visit drive-radio.com slash Novus now and schedule regular maintenance for your fleet. Novus Autoglass, the inventors of windshield repair. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. By the way, thanks everybody for calling in. Been a lot of great calls today that are universal that I think a lot of folks can learn from. So thank each and every one of you. Bob and Centennial is next. Hi, thanks for taking my call. Thanks, Bob. Um, I've got an 08 Subaru Outback that has an unbelievably harsh ride over bumps, uh, and I've had the front struts replaced as well as the sway bar and control arm bushings with no help at all. I'm wondering if it could it be the tires? Possibly. Sure. I've got Goodyear Assurance on there, but I, I don't know if it would make any difference. I just, how else would you troubleshoot it? Without changing them out? No idea. Not really. So, well, what's the pressure set at? Uh, whatever it costs. I think it's thirty-two. Okay, that's not that's that's not extreme. So, so has this been a something's changed over the last year or so as far as the ride quality? Great question. Well, yes, I think so. I mean, I don't remember exactly when it started, but the the tires are about a year and a half old, and it was the Goodyear Assurance, and it's uh, you know been since then. I can't pinpoint it, but. I don't know. Can you get tires with softer um, that are softer that don't aren't as harsh? Kind of, as far as like the load rating on the tire, and then so for a certain load rating on a given size, um, it will change the pressure required to give you that same kind of ride. So and changes the sidewall stiffness. And changes the sidewall yeah. stiffness. So if if mm -hmm. it went from more of a very light duty, you know, softer sidewall to something that was stiffer, it's going to change that ride quality for you. Mm -hmm. How do you determine that? Um, you'd have to know your prior tire. Um, you know, so if you, one thing you can do is look up in the owner's manual what the original tire was rated for as far as their, not just their size, but the load rating on the tire. Um, possibly if you look up what was original for uh, specified as far as like the manufacturer and, and model, and then compare that to what's on there now. If you have a higher load rating on that tire, it probably has a stronger, stiffer sidewall. And okay. that will give you that and harsher ride. I'll make sure I'm following you correctly too, Bob. So this harsh ride, you noticed it getting worse after tires, and then you did struts, and that changed nothing. Struts and control arm and sway bar bushings, yeah. control, and that did nothing. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm I'd, with Jeff. I'd, I'd kind of lean towards tires at, this, at that point. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know what you, else it could be. Yeah. You know, did you, uh, what struts did you put in it? Did you just do uh, another set of factory struts? Um, there's a lot of options out there. Are there are tons. You know, and I know like KYB, stuff like. Monroe, you name yeah, it. Yeah, and like Bilstein's tend to be a bit harsh, mm -hmm. right? They usually more of the performance aspect. 
The stock replacements are usually for your best ride quality. KYBs as far as overall, are going to be a little stiffer because they're a hard, you know, yep, gas charge. Yep. So yeah, I mean, it really depends on what they put on it too. Are gas charge ones harsher? Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, I mean, it, it just hasn't changed. I don't know what. I guess they put the original equipment on, but but nothing has changed since before and after. So anyway, I'm just trying to figure out what to do. It's yeah, really. I'd, I'd probably unpleasant. be leaning towards tires at that point, especially with the control arms and everything being replaced. Now, what you okay. can do, um, you know, double check your your the, the rated for the tire, you know, the tire pressure ratings for that vehicle. Um, if that sidewall is rated a little bit higher than the factory sidewall, you can try dropping your your tire pressure down a little bit, maybe 28 psi or something like that. And Play with it, it just see be, what happens. It may be something that gives right. you still that right mix of of ride quality and yeah. you know safe pressures. The other thing to check too, Bob, on that is make sure that you're not hitting the bump stops in front. In other words, sometimes the springs can get weak. You're hitting the bump stop, and it feels like it's all these other things that are making it harsh when, in fact, it's the springs being weak and you're hitting the bump stop making it harsh. Check that also. Wouldn't wouldn't replacing the front struts uh, take care of that? Depends on how they did that. Not necessarily. If they did an assembly with springs and all, yes. If not, no. Yeah. If they just did inserts, okay. then no. And that would be more of a difference of recognizing, is this just like driving over expansion joints and small cracks in the road that feels harsher? Or if this is yeah. over like speed bumps and cur- and um, you know driveway entries right. and that right. kind of stuff. That's where right. that Great separation point. would come in. Yeah, it's like driving over the expansion joints on the highway. That's where you really notice it. Okay, then that's, that's going to be more of what we're talking yeah. about then. Probably, Probably not tire. the bump stops then. Okay, well, wouldn't, I guess the easy thing would be to lower the pressure and see what that Try happens. it. Just play, yeah, that'll tell you if it's tires or not. Just play around with it. Yeah, okay. Okay. All right, well, thanks for your help. You bet, Bob. Thank you very much. You're always welcome to send us a picture of those struts, too, if you want to. That would help us also. Again, folks, the website, drive-radio.com, so drive-radio.com. Everybody's listed there, by the way, all of our great sponsors, Jeff included. So you're welcome to go there and check everything out. Jeff, by the way, that was over in Inglewood. Uh, before we talk to Scott from Sportsman of Colorado, give me your info. Yeah, so JC's British in 4x4. Um, primary address right now, since we're expanding, uh, is 1631 West Hamilton Place in Englewood, 80110. Our phone number is 720-227-9118. You can always shoot us an email, service at jcbritish.com. All right, perfect. Scott, what's coming up? Hey, John. We've got uh, Austin Parr is going to be with us from Discount Fishing Tackle, going to give us a fishing report because fish have to be freaking out with this weather <laughs> yeah you think I mean, hot, 75 cold, degrees hot, cold, six inches of snow, so, right so austin's going to enlighten us on a fishing report around the state and then we've got billy paddock join us from the outdoorsman's attic which is pretty close to your shop over there at 2650 west hamden and uh this is a consignment store for the outdoors now not golf and all that skiing and all that it is strictly camping hunting fishing gear uh if you have some gear that you don't use anymore. You take it over there. They sell it. Open you up an account, and hey, it's a great way to sell it. And uh, they've. Got I'm it. guessing if you wanted to, you could probably keep the credit there and buy something else oh, yeah, too. Yeah, they you open want, right? an account, and then uh, okay. that's usually what I do. <laughs> Leave it there, and because man, we've all got stuff we oh, just man. don't use. Actually, anymore. I need to go there and do that. You know, I got, I got junk in the I mean, attic. I need. I mean, to I'm talking boots, the yeah. so sleeping bags, yeah. lanterns, anything. That Which means you can go there and pick some stuff up too. Absolutely. Right. And sometimes there's stuff brand new. I mean, like. So what are the price differences? Compared to going to Cabela's I mean, and buying new stuff. Honestly, truly, 
I don't know of anything that wouldn't be at least 30%, but most things are 30 or so? 60%, okay. Okay. you know. Right. And the longer things sit there, sure. the more they mark it down, too. Sure. And they've got guns, ammo. And listen, if you've got ammo that you're wanting to sell, let's say you got a half a box of ammo and you don't even have a firearm anymore. Call me for no, you can take it. Yeah, you can take it over there meet me in the parking lot. No. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Look for the sports on the Colorado truck. No. But, I mean, they buy ammo, and a lot of places won't do that. Now, they're not going to take, you know, reloads and different things like that they're, they want factory ammo sure. just, just to be safe but uh great store and that's the outdoors fanatic and then sergio alcazar is going to be with us from alc global adventures and uh we're going to be talking about mojo decoys for turkey uh spring turkey is yeah. here and you can all kinds of great decoys Holy now cow. that oh, you're nice and you want to be knowing where you're hunting and who's yeah. hunting around you to use these because, I mean, they are very yeah. authentic. <laughs> and you don't want to be the target. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, I mean, just unbelievable. Wow, that's uh, cool. Great, great decoys for spring turkey. So we're heading to Kansas next week for a couple of days. Hunt with a good What's your best Chris turkey Rowe. call? Can you do one? <laughs> no, man, I use the mouth calls and all that stuff. Yeah. Hey, turkey, I mean, come on I over have, here. I have done that with elk and deer before real quick. <laughs> Doesn't work too well, does it? They're walking and just go, hey, they'll stop and look at you. Boom, it's over. By so, the way, turkeys are smart. Man, I'm they're like They're like hunting elk. They're very smart. is so Yeah, they're smart. smart. Yeah. They are. But yeah, it's fun, a challenge. Fun to hunt, for sure. That's a big challenge. Absolutely. Very cool. What else is going on in Scott's world? How you feeling? Okay? Well, I tell you, this time last week, I was laying in Castle Rock Hospital. I know. <laughs> with the dinner Friday night with some friends in Victoria. And, uh, man, a couple hours later, got the worst stomach pain I'd ever had in my life. And I don't have stomach issues. Got there at 10 o'clock Friday night, and they started doing scans and tests. Told me I might have a blockage in a small intestine. Called a surgeon in at 1 o'clock. And I'm like, wow, I'm going to have not surgery. Good. Guys don't come in at 1 o'clock and not operate, you know. But then I talked about that, and everything went well. And Good. Got back to eating. Hadn't had a problem since. That's good. So it's one of those idiopathic so things no idea in the medical what happened, term. Huh? They don't know what happened. Just an inflamed intestine for something. Wow. So, man, I'm fortunate. Yeah. Yeah, you are. Blessed. Yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nobody wants to go through that. So. Right, right. Well, man, appreciate all you do. And, no, uh, man, really thank you guys. Everybody stay tuned next, Sportsman of Colorado. All right, let's get out of here, guys. We're going to make it a day. Charlie Grimes, our engineer today, really appreciate all that he does for us. Happy birthday, Larry Unger, also, who's our answering phones he does every week, faithful to us. And I appreciate that very much. His birthday was yesterday. And happy birthday to you as well. Thank you, John. It's Thanks for coming down and joining us week. today. Yeah, thank we you. We appreciate it. So we will have a new website up in the very, very near future. So we'll be looking for that even this following week, drive-radio.com. Jeff Corwin, of course, as always. Appreciate you. Oh, it's great coming. Oh, you here. do really do. I, and great, great calls today. By the way, guys, I really appreciate it. Hope you all learned something. If you want to re-listen to the program, you can hear it tomorrow again from eleven to two, or just go to drive-radio.com. The podcast will be up. You can listen to us there as well, or send it to anybody you want them to hear something we've said today. Feel free to do that also. But hey, we'll be back Monday. Rush to reason otherwise. It is Sportsman Colorado coming up next right here on KLZ five sixty. Still haven't had enough? Go to drive-radio.com. Email your questions and comments, download previous programs, and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive-radio.com. Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.